I V M I V M You are listening to The Signal Daily Brought to you by Front Page Studios Mirror mirror on the wall who's the fairest of them all asks nobody anymore thankfully it's no secret that for the longest time india was unhealthily obsessed with fairness creams and skin lightening products this stemmed from the idea that fair skin equals beauty and success in fact i don't think i need to give you a refresher on those fair and lovely ads they made it seem like being fair could solve all your life problems such as land you a job or help you find a partner according to forbes This fairness obsession isn't just an Indian thing. Similar products are popular in Southeast Asia, the Middle East and parts of Africa too. But the narrative is slowly changing. As of 2023, the skincare segment in India hit a whopping 15,800 crore rupees. And according to Nielsen IQ's recent data, there's been a 3% dip in the sales volume of fairness creams across India compared to the year before. It was in 2009 when things started shifting a little. That year, Women of Worth, which is a Chennai-based NGO led by Kavita Emanuel, kicked off a campaign called Dark is Beautiful to celebrate darker skin. However, the bigger shift happened in 2020 when Hindustan Unilever renamed its flagship fairness cream from Fair and Lovely to Glow and Lovely, which by the way was the leader in India's fairness market. After HUL's rebranding, other companies ranging from L'Oreal to Biotique joined the bandwagon ditching the terms such as white or fair and light from their skincare ranges instead they went for words like radiant glowing or anti dull skin and one of the main reasons that these companies had to ditch their colorist agenda was because in 2020 black lives matter movement against racial discrimination was gaining momentum and products like fair and lovely faced some serious backlash and secondly younger consumers particularly the gen z's don't really connect with fairness products anymore they are in fact witnessing a shift towards clean beauty more and more consumers especially the younger generation are becoming aware of the risks associated with certain chemicals in skincare and cosmetics in a 2019 study the world health organization noted that mercury is commonly present in skin lightening products posing risks to both skin and overall mental health And now people are increasingly gravitating towards brands that offer safer and eco-friendly alternatives. According to a Nielsen IQ analysis from 2022, consumers globally are seeking out products with specific claims. For example, paraben-free beauty products now make up over 60% of total beauty and personal care sales. Now, I wouldn't go on to say that India has totally phased out fairness creams. Beauty companies are still selling products that promise a lighter complexion. albeit with subtle advertising but at least we are inching towards some change for the next few minutes you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology business policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought hi i'm shorbury and this is the deep dive for 27th february 2024 It's time to talk about the elephant in the room, the upcoming Reddit IPO. Ask any millennial geek and they'll probably tell you how Reddit 
feels like one of the last vestiges of the true authentic online communities from the 2000s. It's free, allows anonymity, works with fewer ads, has niche communities and dank memes, has a decentralized approach to content moderation and values the karma point system instead of paid blue ticks for user credibility. And last week, the social media company filed for its much-anticipated initial public offering with the US Securities and Exchange Commission. What's more, Reddit is actually offering its loyal users and content moderators an undisclosed but quote-unquote significant amount of shares before it goes public. But the thing is, most Redditors don't want it. As one user put it, and I'm reading out the post, quote, Do we really think Reddit is worth being a publicly traded company? As much as I love Reddit, I do not see it being public material. If anything, I think it devalues Reddit because now the board has to do things for investors instead of doing things for the Reddit community, in my opinion. End quote. That actually succinctly sums up the essence of the situation. So Reddit has been mulling over going public for a while now. It had also filed for an IPO in December 2021, listing a valuation of up to $15 billion. But then plans changed after the tech boom turned bust, bringing down overall appetite among investors. But the current timing isn't too favorable either. It's going to be a hard sell, especially because although Reddit is looking for investors, it has never turned in any profits. Its recent IPO filing shows a net loss of $90.8 million in 2023 compared to a $158 million loss the year before, whilst reporting 73.1 million daily active users in the fourth quarter of 2023, which was up by 27% year over year. Its revenue in 2023 was up by 21% from the previous year at $804 million, 98% of which came from ads. Now, what are the post-IPO possibilities? One is that Reddit could feel the pressure to drive up its revenue game, meaning more ads and more monetization features. Number two, there could be potential changes within the platform to make it attractive for advertisers. And three, new decisions could be influenced by shareholder interests. Yet, the catch is that it can't afford to piss off its users and thousands of moderators who have been voluntarily sanitizing Reddit content. Or as a Bloomberg article candidly says, it's basically free labor because, quote, Reddit only has 2013 full-time employees of its own and thus is relying on these passionate volunteers to stop its website from descending into chaos and keep advertisers from rushing to the exits, end quote. Now, if Reddit gets overbearing, these guys can simply head to a different platform. And the thing is, users are quite wary about the impending changes that the IPO will bring. A quick scan through some of the popular subreddits will tell you that the sentiment is quite anti-IPO at the moment. I mean, sample this. Wall Street Bets, which is the same subreddit that in a sense brought down Melvin Capital, the hedge fund company that had shorted GameStop, has a post from four days back that reads, quote, how do I short an IPO? I've just come across what I believe to be the most cancerous headline of all time. Reddit is going to IPO, end quote. And the replies to the post are actually telling users how to tank the shares. And the truth is, the company is also wary of this kind of rebellion. The filing has actually put out a fair warning in this regard, and I'm reading out a couple of lines. Quote, Moderators can also band together and, for various reasons, decide to shut down the normal operations of their communities. Given the broad awareness and brand recognition of Reddit, including as a result of the popularity of the subreddit Wall Street Bets, 
Among retail investors, the market price and trading volume of a class A common stock could experience extreme volatility. End quote. Perhaps that's why Reddit has decided to offer rewards in the form of limited shares beforehand. And as for the rest of the story, that will unfold in March. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was researched, written and produced by me, Shorbury and Manaswini. Edited by Venkat Anand. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.